Welcome back to the Beyond the Field podcast. I am Ethan Asiwa and I'm here with my co-host Kane Wallstrom. How are you going today, mate? Good, bud. Good. You? Very good. Right. Getting straight to the point, I'm going to chuck you straight in the hot seat. You've been in the finance industry for a long time now um, and you've covered a lot of different areas of finance. Today we're going to talk about loan to value ratios, LVRs. Sounds scary. Sounds scary. It sounds sounds daunting to um, Joe Public. Uh, We see all of it talked about in the media. So I'm going to straight off the bat, what are LVRs? So loan to value ratio, or obviously the abbreviation LVR, is is a measure of how much a bank will lend against the the property value, essentially. So if you've got a million dollar home, uh, and you've got an $800,000 mortgage, your LVR is at 80%, which is at creating a 20% buffer in there. For so, so when you hear about a 20% deposit uh, for standard first home buyers, that what, that's what they're talking about? Absolutely, yep. So a bank is looking at that measure to create that gap, um, which literally is a safeguard for them. What's, what, why a safeguard? Um, I suppose it, it's all about um, forecasting the future and what no one can predict what's going to happen in the global economy or let alone in the New Zealand economy so um, they're looking at downturns they're looking at corrections they're looking at market GFCs. shifts GFCs play a big part all that kind of stuff so they're thinking worst case scenario if the market asked out uh, they still would have a, a little bit of a buffer in there and you've got to remember a correction is is classed as a 5% shift and there's nothing in the market. Yeah, yeah, of course. So going on from that, you know, why did the RBNZ introduce them? Well, I suppose um, from my point of view, I think about it way back then. Uh, if we're looking prior to GFC, different, uh, different time, different market. Mate, prior to GFC, people were able to borrow 110 percent on the value of a home. So what is what is 110 percent? Right. So you actually owe more on the property than what the property is worth. So, so I'm buying a five hundred thousand dollar home. They're loaning me five hundred and fifty thousand. Absolutely. So people were buying homes with no deposit back then, and then on top of that, they were taking up a car on the property as well. Wow. So just completely different times. Completely different times. So GFC came around sunk quite a few finance companies in New Zealand. Um, they just went bust? Went bust. Um, shareholders um, lost out. Um, some of the banks were, were in a little spot of trouble. And um, the Reserve Bank in New Zealand um, was, was formed post that. And then um, they looked at, I suppose, macro prudent rules or, or, um, or, or policies and tools. It is, yeah. Really, it's a fine print, or, or, or if we dumb it down, it's just um, a term to safeguard or look at different ways of how we can slow or, or ease um, problems. And they looked at it and they, they introduced the, the loan-to-value ratios, I think it was in 2013, um, to stop the rapid growth and what was probably happening in the housing market more so in Auckland. And this was seen as a necessity by the New Zealand government, just to safeguard New Zealand? I think so. I think the, the last thing they wanted was probably a big institution being a bank in New Zealand going under. Like um, we saw in the States. Yeah. Publicity-wise, it's not great, but also too for our economy. Um, so they really needed to sort of shortcut or, or stop what was going on. So they the, the LVR rules came in place, and I actually think that's not a bad thing. It is hard if you're a, a young person, first home buyer, um, but there are all different ways to skin a cat around deposits, as we know and we've talked about. So what are the current LVR restrictions here in New Zealand? Yes, yeah, so you've got, uh, I suppose, two ones. You've got, uh, if you're buying a house to live in, um, it's a 20% deposit or 80% loan on the property. And if it's an investment property, 
It's 30% deposit or 70% loan down. So if property. I want to buy a million dollar investment property, I need to put $300,000 down. Yeah, more or less, yes. There are exemptions, and I think we're going to touch on those, but um, more or less, that's essentially what we've got to do. So to be a first-home buyer, do I have to have a 20% deposit? Well, are no, there any exemptions? There are. There are. There are exemptions. They've, um, I think the bank called them... Um, speed bumps or, or um, I can't remember the terms, but anything, the banks are allowed to have a 5% um, portfolio over the 20% deposit, which means that if you've got strong servicing, if you've got um, strong credit profile, um, stability and employment, all that kind of stuff that we've talked about in the, the past podcasts, the bank may allow you to have a 15 or 10% deposit I think sometimes, what's the lowest deposit you've got away with? Yeah, 5%. 5%, yes. So it's not all doom and gloom. It's not. If you don't have a 20% deposit. It's not. Sometimes, ESA, as you know, it's about timing when you approach a bank. What they're willing to do, what they're open to, what their books look like, how they're balancing. And as we've seen, banks do change month to month. Every six months, they might review um, their restrictions and lift some, uh, depending on how much book is leveraged. So um, there's definitely opportunities there, isn't there? Absolutely. So obviously, you've got that side of things. And then also, too, um, the exemptions from the RBNZ around new builds. So uh, being a, uh, especially in Auckland, being a housing shortage, um, they wanted to encourage people to develop uh, and, and build property um, and more dwellings across Auckland-wide and New Zealand. So um, construction or new builds were exempt from the LVR rules, even on investment properties. So I know um, people are getting 20% deposits for an investment property on a new build um, through banks as well. Cool. So we've touched on that. Just, yeah, people hear it all the time. An owner-occupied home, what does that actually mean? For a 20% deposit. Yeah, so it's, a, um, it's the um, principal place of, of, res, uh, of residing or residence for, for an individual. So you can, um, as long as obviously the intention is you're going to live in it, um, you can't derive a, a rental income from it, you can't rent that out, but you can have border income or flatmates from that. So you can, if you're a young person or you're a person buying a home, you could have a three-bedroom home, you could live in one and have two flatmates and, and derive, uh, I suppose, a flatmate income from that, um, which is fine. Um, and that allows you to get away with a, a 20% deposit. Cool. So that's a great little snippet from Kane Wallstrom, the maestro in the hot seat today. Uh, keep tuned into our educational pieces, um, and we are going to talk about what equity is in our next educational piece. Thank Fantastic. You, Thanks again for tuning into Beyond the Field podcast. To start today, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you have any questions or topic you want to discuss, contact us on our social media platforms or www.moneyempire.co.nz. Thanks for listening.